This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. What should President Trump do about the upcoming alien invasion on our southern border here in the next few weeks? What should President Trump do about it? That's what we're going to discuss on the show today. Welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. AFR.net is our website. AFR. .net is our website. You can find a lot of great content there. All the shows you hear on AFR, most of them, are at our website, AFR.net, archived there. You can pretty much catch the last month or the last 30 days of content on AFR from visiting our website, AFR.net. More specifically, shameless plug here, when you go to AFR.net, go to my podcast page. Exposing Washington podcast page to listen to this show and to find more links uh, to the news articles that I discussed today so you can be informed on everything that we're going to talk about today. Secondly, uh, we're on YouTube now, so you can watch the show on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, type in Exposing Washington on YouTube, and actually an easier way to do all of this is to go to AFR.net go to the Exposing Washington podcast page, and then on my podcast page, you'll have a link to my YouTube channel, a link to my Facebook page, a link to my Twitter account. You can actually email me from that page. So basically, everything you need to know about the show, how to connect with me, just go to AFR.net and click on the Exposing Washington podcast page. There, a lot of great content, a lot of great information there. But I just want to give a shout out to those that I saw in Mobile, Alabama on Thursday night. I was in Mobile, Alabama at an event in uh, in Mobile with the AFA Foundation, which is a division of American Family Association. So good to see you folks in Mobile, Alabama. I had a lot of faithful listeners uh, that came up and talked about how, how they love the show, how they get a lot of great information from it, and they look forward to listening to it each Saturday afternoon. So great to be with you. Uh, this past Thursday night in Mobile, Alabama. Well, uh, a couple other notes is I never really, I don't think I announced it on this show, but my wife and I, uh, this this December, will be three years of marriage for my wife Lexi and I. We have a a 16-month-old son named Luke, and we're actually going to have twins come April. So I wanted to let my listeners know that my wife, Lex, and I, we're gonna, we have one son named Luke, and we're going to have twins come April, maybe before April. And so I wanted to share that great news with each of you because I don't think I mentioned it. I might have mentioned it on other shows on AFR, but not on this one. Uh, moving on to the next subject, and we're going to get to content today, I promise, but i got a lot of announcements to make. The election is quickly approaching. We're under two weeks out from the election not this upcoming Tuesday, 
But the next Tuesday on November 6th is the midterm election. And so you need to be informed. You need to know who you're going to vote for before you get to the ballot box. And one great way to do that is to visit afaaction.net, afaaction.net. I'll post this on the podcast page at afr.net. But you visit the afaaction.net website. All you have to do is click on the voter guide, type in your address, and then all uh, many of the candidates from your district will come up and it, it grades them from very conservative to very liberal. You can study the candidates and choose who you would like to vote for, afaaction.net to do that. But we're going to talk today about this, this illegal immigrant or this illegal migrant caravan, however you want to call it. I'm calling it an invasion because that's what it is. They've already invaded two to three countries, including Mexico, Guatemala, and they're, they're marching this, this group of people, this group of invaders, this group of criminals. They're all criminals, and I'll explain that later because that's very insightful. But this group of criminals and invaders, they're marching toward the southern U.S. border, and I believe if they have their way, they're going to try to cross illegally into the United States. And this is clearly a very well-organized and funded group of people. They have food, they have water, they have clothes, they have places to sleep. They actually have transportation, believe it or not. One thing the media will not show you is this. These thousands of, of people marching towards the U.S., here's what the media won't show you. They won't show you the images and the videos of these people riding on buses and trucks towards the U.S. No, they show them walking. Oh, because we got to have... We got to have pity on, on the people who are walking thousands of miles to flee poverty. This is a bunch of bogus. This is, this is hogwash. And, 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 and I'm fired up today because I'm tired of this, this mumbo jumbo trying to treat everybody nice. No, this is a bunch of junk. This is a bunch of garbage. The way the media is covering this story is so dishonest. And one important note that I want to say is that they're all criminals because they've already invaded two countries. They're all criminals. And, and there's these, there's these, and we'll get to some clips in a minute, but there are these, these news commentators and some of them I actually respect. And they say, you know, these are just some, just some, just some loving people who just are looking for a better life. You know, these aren't criminals. They're just, they're just hardworking people looking for a better life. No, no, they may be hardworking, they may be loving, but that doesn't matter. They're all criminals. It doesn't matter if they're MS-13. It doesn't matter if they're in drug cartels. No, they're all criminals because they've already invaded two countries and they're coming to invade ours. They're all criminals no matter what the offense. And the, 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 the comparison I want to draw here is when someone robs a bank, you don't go, well, you know, they're, 
they're just struggling financially and they're looking for a better life. No, they go to jail and you go, how dare him rob a bank? How dare him try to steal our money? And this is the same thing. These, you can't, there's no way you can, you can dance around this to make these people justified in their behavior. And so I just had to point that out because people that I respect are going, you know, I just feel bad for these people. They're looking for a better life and I just feel bad. They're in a tough situation. Well, you know what? There's people everywhere in tough situations, but that doesn't mean they can invade our country. But what people are trying to do by making these these off-the-cuff statements about trying to sh- shower praise and, and adoration on these people, what they're trying to do is deflect from the real problem, and that is they're about to invade our country. This is a foreign invasion. That's the point that should be discussed, but it's not being discussed in the media. Now I'll calm down a little bit. Moving on here. Uh... I want to play clip one here. This is a prime example. This is Geraldo Rivera on Fox News. And I actually like Geraldo Rivera. He's actually pretty fair-minded. I probably agree with him maybe 75% of the time. But uh, he's really off on this issue. And I'm just going to play clip one here. This is Geraldo Rivera. Here is his uh, thoughts on the, the illegal immigrant invasion headed our way. This is not about MS-13. This is not about Middle Easterners. It's not that simple. This is about the wealthiest country on earth existing. You you cannot vouch, or Jorge Ramos cannot vouch. You don't know one person in that crowd. I would argue that's not going to be the vast majority. But what if there's one or five or ten? That would be easy. It would be it would be easy to find MS-13 or the Middle Easterners. The Lord. problem is that you have these thousands and thousands of people desperate to improve their lot in life, and they're coming to the but they beacon, got to do the Great Colossus. What are we going to do about them? No, I well, mean we really have to figure out in, Geraldo, what not the this American way. Policy- we, have, we have we have a sovereignty and border issue here. Amen. We have laws. What, right. are, are you going to shoot? What are you going to sure. shoot them, Sean? What no. are you going to shoot them? No, what I'm not going to do with the no, army. No, they need to be stopped in Mexico. They them? But they, what are, what are you going to do? Just let them in and say, "Come on in," and never vet them. No, Dr. This Gorka. is what this is what you have to. Yeah, I think is, that we is, have this to. This is really calm beneath down you, Geraldo. For two weeks. Oh, don't give me that, Geraldo. What are you going to do? Shoot them? No, don't don't resort to that. We're not shooting anybody. That see, that's that that. That they're trying to scare. That's that's a fear tactic. Oh, what are you gonna do? Shoot them? No, we don't shoot people unless they're armed and shooting at us. No, you arrest them, Geraldo. It's called handcuffs. We do it every day at the southern border. So don't try to pull that. Oh, what are you gonna do? Shoot them? No, we don't shoot people who are who are who are breaking the law just because they're breaking the law. We first try to apprehend them, just like you first try to apprehend the bank robber. And if the bank robber shoots at you, you shoot back at them. And so Geraldo Rivera trying to pull some fear tactics. And you notice there, he has no solution. He has no solution. It's one thing to say, here's what I think about it, and here's what we should do about it. But no, Gerardo Rivera there just says, oh, they're good people looking for a better life. It's not about MS-13. And, 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 but then 
then then the host there, Sean Hannity, says, well, what do you want to do about it? Just let him in. And, of course, he doesn't answer the question. And, I, you know, like I said, I agree with Gerardo Rivera on 75% of the things he says. I agree with him on this. It's not about MS-13. And it's not about whether there's Middle Easterns in the group. Here's what it's about. They don't have proper documentation to come into the country. That's what it's about. Plain and simple. None of them are welcome in this country if they want to come in illegally. Plain and simple. But moving on here, uh, staying on the same subject, the problem, there are many layers of problems with our immigration laws. And much of this has caused, basically caused these problems on the southern border. Now, don't get me wrong. The people crossing illegally, they're the problem. That's the first problem. They're responsible for their own actions. But there are symptoms, there are things that lead to the immigration problem we have now, the illegal immigration problem we have now. And one of the main problems is this. There's this process called asylum where people from foreign countries and even countries near the United States, not Mexico and Canada because they're neighboring countries, but countries in South and Central America, for years these illegal aliens have been coming to our border and they're claiming asylum. And here's what they say. Here's just an example. They say, I fear for my life in my country. I'm, I'm under political persecution in my country. I'm, uh, I'm fleeing a, a dictator. I'm fleeing a oppressive government. I'm a political asylum seeker. Asylum seeker. Asylum seeker. So they come up with these. They're coached by the coyotes on what to say when you get to the southern border. And so, according to our immigration laws, and according to federal judges ruling on this issue, we have to process every person who claims asylum at the border. What does that do? That means that essentially everybody who crosses our border illegally gets into our country. And I know this is going to shock a lot of you. Seriously, this is probably news to some of you. But this is what people won't tell you. Because it would cause you to be outraged like I am right now. And so people come to the border... They make these bogus asylum claims. Don't get me wrong. There are legitimate asylum claims out there. But I would argue 90 plus percent, maybe 95 or even higher percent of these asylum claims do not meet the legal definition of asylum as it was intended in our federal immigration laws. And so when I say everyone gets in, here's, what's ha here's what happens. Here's what people won't tell you. Someone crosses the border illegally. They get caught by the Customs and Border Patrol agents. They make the bogus asylum claim. 
They handcuff them. Sometimes they don't even handcuff them. They put them in in a vehicle. They drive the illegal immigrant to a processing center, to a detention facility. They do fingerprints. They write down the information. Half the people lie about the information about what their name is and where they're from. And then guess what happens? The detention facility is already full. So guess what happens? They get sent back to their country. No, 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 no. That's not what happens. They get released into our streets, into our cities. That's what happens every day. Hundreds of thousands every year get released into our country because of the fake, the phony, the bogus asylum claims that they're making. And so when you hear President Trump and you hear others talk about why we need to change our immigration laws, that's exactly what they're talking about. And I'm going to bump down to clip three here. This is a Fox News report live on the, uh, it was live at the time, on the southern border. And just listen closely, especially to the latter end of this clip. This is clip three. Let's listen. He's got a couple in custody and he sees a few more, but he can't get to them because he's already got his hand full. So we got this other agent running towards us. Those guys got caught. Now we're looking for the other one. That was correct. So there's a reason those people, Griff, aren't running. Those people uh, want to be caught. They know there's no place to put them, so they'll be caught and released. Well, there you have it. Fox News reporter Griff Jenkins on the border in a helicopter looking down on the U.S. mainland, illegal immigrants crossing our border. And the Customs and Border Patrol agent says this. You see those folks down there? You know why they're walking and not running? Because they want to get caught. They want to get caught. They want to be caught. And here's why they want to be caught. Because they will be put in an air-conditioned van. They will be drove or driven, whatever the proper pronunciation is there, to a detention facility. They will be given food and water, which I think is the humane thing to do. If they need clothing, they'll probably be given clothing. And then they'll be processed. Maybe it takes a couple hours, maybe a couple days. Then they will be they will be given a court date, a slip with a court date on it. And they'll, they'll be told, show up on this court date uh, before this judge. But in the meantime, you're free to go into the U.S. mainland. That's what happens the majority of the time on the southern border. And that's the problem with our immigration laws. And that's why we have millions of illegal immigrants in our country because they're all let in because of our weak immigration laws, specifically the asylum law or the asylum clause that allows these folks to come in the country and claim asylum, whether it's legitimate or not. And then they're out free into the U.S. mainland, sometimes never to be seen again. And so and so I want to play one more clip. This is clip two. This is the former ICE, Immigrations Customs Enforcement, acting director on the need to change these laws. Clip two. Let's listen. Well, actually, there's two things. First of all, raise the asylum bar. As the attorney says, they, they get interviewed by an asylum officer. 88% of them pass the asylum interview because they are coached on what to say. But 
when they get to court, if they get to court, more than 80% lose your case. So we got to raise that silent bar because the delta is too big. The second thing we do, look, if these families want due process, they got a right to claim asylum. There's only one way we can guarantee due, due process. Keep them in a family res residential center until they see a judge. Back in 2014, when we first did this under Secretary Jay Johnson, we kept them there to see a judge. And guess what? 80% 80, 80 or more lost their case. We put them on an airplane, sent them south. The numbers went down because we shown the world we are national laws. And we'll, you'll get your due process. But when the decision's made and, and you lose, you're going to go home. All right, there you have it. That's a forming, former acting ICE director. Very tough guy, very smart guy. Like what he says. If you notice there, he said we need to change the asylum bar. We need to raise the asylum bar. That's exactly what I said. Moving on here, staying on the same subject. I can't seem to move on from it. The Trump administration is considering action on the southern border to prevent this mass invasion from occurring. President Trump has already authorized 800 uh, military troops to go down to the southern border. Now, when I say military troops... Uh, that doesn't mean they're armed. Some of them might be, and I actually would like for them to be armed. Uh, and, and so they're going to go down there and they're going to advise and assist Customs and Border Patrol agents on the southern border. That's a first step, and I think that we need many steps to solve this problem. Just off the top of my head, here's what we could do. There are two options here. The first option is President Trump could order his federal government, the federal government, our federal government, he could order them, order Homeland Security, to immediately begin opening up mass facilities, mass detention, mass holding facilities, do whatever you got to do, rent out football stadiums, whatever you got to do, coliseums, whatever you got to do to house these illegal immigrants until they can see a judge. That's our only bet. That I think that would be legal. Here's the hurdle. A federal judge somewhere back in the early 2000s, maybe even in the late 90s, a federal judge out in California ruled that the U.S. government cannot hold illegal immigrants in a detention facility, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, more than 30 days. So that's so there's a combination of problems here. We don't have enough detention facility space to house illegal immigrants until they can see a judge and be deported. And rogue, unconstitutional, Federal judges have said we cannot hold criminals in jail for more than 30 days. Now, can you imagine if we applied that rule to murderers? You can't hold them for more than 30 days. That is ridiculous. Now, I could understand saying, you know, you can't hold them for more than six months or a year. You got to get this thing processed. You got to get them processed. You got to get this process going, get it moving. They can't be sitting here in the U.S. for years in jail without being processed, without having a court hearing. I could I could see that. I could understand that. But 30 days between the asylum laws, the weak asylum laws, and then the 30-day uh, ruling 
where where these illegal immigrants get let out in the streets because we don't have room for them and we can't keep them longer than 30 days. All this is just creating mass chaos, mass chaos and law breaking. So we need to do we got to be creative here. I think we need to appeal that 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 judge's ruling in, in, in California so we can hold illegal immigrants for more than 30 days. We need to set up mass detention facilities. Don't let these folks go until they see a judge, until we get them processed. And then if, it, if, they're, if they're found guilty of breaking our immigration laws then and they have no legitimate asylum claim, then deport them back to their home country, put them on 747s, 300 at a time, back to their home countries. And here's what you can do to pay for that. Stop sending aid, foreign aid, to these countries that are sending us their criminals. And you use that money, you divert that money to pay for the diesel for the 747. And maybe we can buy a few 747s to do this. That's how you do it. But you got to be smart. And the Republicans and Democrats over the past 30 years have been not very smart. Let me just be nice. They've been not very smart in handling our immigration laws. And so you got to be creative here. And you got to challenge these judges and challenge these laws that don't work. And so I think President Trump has his hands tied behind his back and he's got all these all these regulations and rules keeping him from protecting the US mainland and things have to change folks things have to change because if we let the 7000 or whatever we don't even know how many it is if we let the foreign invaders come in in mass thousands at a time we're not going to have a country and I think we're, we're so far deep in this hole that we've dug ourselves in that it's going to take perseverance and I would argue a miracle to get this problem fixed in the future. It's going to take a lot of work, a lot of time, and a lot of energy to get our immigration laws fixed, but we have to do it. Because if we don't get this problem fixed if we don't stop the foreign criminal invaders from coming into our country they're all criminals by the way then we're not going to have a country because you're going to have 50 60 70 80 100 million people here in our country who shouldn't be here and that's called a non-country when you have hundreds of thousands, millions of people in your country, undocumented, we don't know who they are. We got to get this thing under control. Exposing Washington is the show. American Family Radio is the network. Stay tuned. We'll be back next week, Saturday, 2.30 p.m. Central.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.